Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, and he's a great Attorney General as well. It's Ken Paxton. Ken, how are you? Good to see you. You know what? I'm doing great. It's a little cold up here in Dallas where I'm at, but it's yeah. still a great day. You know, we were talking about this in jest a little bit, but we had a hard time even connecting via Skype here. And it's almost as if the Biden administration is getting involved in everything to try to stop conservatives from even having a voice. There really is something to that, not the Skype thing, but there really is something to the far left needing you and I to shut up, isn't there? Oh, no, I I feel like every day I'm being attacked and, and the goal is to shut me and you up. That's that's the thing they fear the most, because the things that you and I talk about expose what the left is doing, even what some of the, the, the what you would call the more liberal Republicans are doing yeah. inside of our party. And so no one wants us discussing that. So just like other countries that don't value freedom, they try to shut you down every possible way. And in my case, you know, impeachments, trials, legal yeah. stuff, same with Donald Trump, same with others. Yeah, exactly right. And I don't think they're going to stop. Um, they were successful in 2020 because I think there was a major operation that had been going on for four years that Trump was in. Now that we fast forward to what's happening this year, they're scared to death because Joe Biden's losing to everybody. It doesn't matter who the Republican is. He loses and he has no chance of retaining that office unless some major event can happen. And lo and behold, here in Texas, something's going on. I want to, I want to basically lay out what I think the case was that the Supreme Court just decided. And then I want to go with you what happens next because we've got a real stand off that's going on not far from where you and i sit the supreme court made a ruling on an injunction that you and texas asked for to stop the dhs from cutting the razor wire for some reason two conservatives joined the liberals and said we're going to get rid of the injunction so they can while the case continues cut the razor wire if they want there was no ruling saying texas couldn't put razor wire there was no ruling in the actual case that you brought that's going to go to the fifth circuit court of appeals yet the left media in this country is pretending the supreme court ruled against texas and said Texas has to get out of the DHS's way. Did I characterize that case right? I can't believe you did that well because there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff in there that you got right, all of it. But why is the left pretending that the Supreme Court told Ken Paxton and Greg Abbott and Dan Patrick you're wrong and the central government's right? That isn't what happened. No, that's not what happened. I think it's because that's what they want the message to be. That's what they want the narrative to be. Uh, that's not the truth, but that's what they're so good at, turning the narrative on its head to something that's not accurate, not truthful, and convincing the public, oh, they lost, they can't do anything, they're not allowed to eat, put razor wire, they're not allowed to do this. It's, it's false, and it's, it's a pack of lies, but that's how they operate. You've got U.S. representatives like Joaquin Castro literally tweeting out lies that Texas lost and is not allowed to put down razor wire, and Texas is now um, defying the ruling by the Supreme Court. Is Texas doing anything to, de- to defy that ruling? Well, and look, I don't know if he's lying or he's just, um, I serve with him. He didn't always get the uh, legal stuff right. So <laughs> I I'm not, I could be it too. Honestly, he, he just may not understand it. So he either is not figuring out actually what happens or he is lying, but it's, it is, he is, he couldn't be more wrong whether he's lying or whether he's just not able to grasp the concepts. What is the actual case, Ken, if you don't mind laying it out for my for my viewers and for my listeners? The case, is it based on Article 4, Section 4, that says the central government will protect states from invasion? Is that it? That's part of it. And it's also based on the fact that this is our private property. This is government property. And I actually saw this happening, videoed, when I was out of office, not able to do anything. When I came back in, I said, told my staff, hey, look, this cannot be right that the federal government can come on to government land. And in violation of 
our rights cut down wire that is designed to actually protect the country and actually satisfies the, the, the legal requirement that we're actually trying to keep people out. So, and obviously the Biden administration is cutting it down to violate federal law. It's all backwards. Well, it is, and you're right. But why, why the fight about this place at Eagle Pass? There's a 1,250 mile, there's a 1,250 mile border that you and I have in Texas with Mexico. Why is this two and a half miles so important? Okay, that's a separate fight. So the concertina wire thing was something I sued over. Uh, okay. the, the park, believe it, there's so many fights it's hard to keep track of. See, even you got a little confused on this because there's like four or five different immigration fights right now. But the, the second one was Abbott grabbed the park. I think largely because it, it, it wasn't being used very much, and he wanted to make sure that no one was coming in through there, and it was like a, a good point for our law enforcement to be. Okay. And so, you know, that was his decision. It's not it's not like it's private property even. It's not, it's not federal government property. This is owned by a governmental entity in Texas, and he should be able to use that property however he wants to. It is uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton. You're right. There are four or five different fights, and you you actually spelled this out very well last time because what the Biden administration does is Texas and Ken Paxton will sue them. They'll change two words and then do it anyway, and then you've got to sue them on the new thing that they just came up with the two words different, and then they'll they'll change five words, and then you've got to sue them again. This is the, They keep on moving the, the kick of the can down the road, right? Yeah, they have total disrespect for their constitutional role. And they have total disrespect for federal law. They just don't respect the rule of law. And I think their view is, look, we are not obligated to follow the Constitution. We're not obligated to follow federal law. And I say that because that's that's how they act. I think they think that they know better than what those laws provide for, including the U.S. Constitution. And so right. they're just going to do their little elitist move and say, we don't have to follow any of this because we are who we are. We're smarter than you. We're better than you. That's do we know what the intention was of Article 4, Section 4? And what I mean by that is I've read it on my show. I've shown people the actual verbiage. We know that it says the central government will protect from a monarchy or a dictatorship. Basically, it's got to be a Republican form of government. And it says they will protect every state from invasion. But it doesn't say what the states can do if the government doesn't protect them from invasion. I mean, one assumes that the people can then do it themselves. But, but what was the intention? Look, I, I, all I think you can do is look at what happened when it was put in place. You had 13 colonies that sh I cannot imagine that they would have agreed to be subject to this constitution, originally the Articles of Confederation, if they thought that the federal government could just back off its role and say, uh, we're just let you get invaded and we're not going to protect you. There's no way they join. And no way that Texas comes into the Union because we're clearly on the Mexican border and right. there's no way that Texas agrees to come into the union under this under this premise that oh the federal law preempts your ability to protect yourself. And by the way, federal law, while it requires that we protect you, we're not going to do it. And because we're not going to do it, now you can't do it. There's no way that that was the understanding when we had the development of the Constitution and the beginning of our country, or when other states like Texas came in. You know, what's interesting is the left is making the argument, the Jan Brewer argument, that, well, Arizona tried this with SB 1070, and we won, Obama won, uh, Eric Holder won, because they said, no, that's our purview. Arizona can't do it. The difference is there wasn't literally an invasion happening, right? That's correct, and that argument was never made. We ne That argument wasn't made in U.S. v. Arizona. It was just that Arizona had created its own laws, the federal government wasn't enforcing them, and... Roberts and Kennedy, along with three jud liberal judges then, came in and said, no, federal law preempts your state laws. That's all they said. Wow.
So it, it didn't it didn't specifically talk about anything that we're talking about today. No, they didn't bring those issues up. That's why I think we still have some room to work here. At least, I mean, we have an invasion. I don't think I don't know how you can say there's not an invasion. It's as bad as we've ever had in the history of our country. Well, that was my next question. Is there any question that by definition this is an invasion? I think you can lie about what words mean. I mean, that's what they do with the Constitution every day. That they, they take words and they twist them into meanings that were never intended. Or they ignore words like they used to completely ignore the Tenth Amendment. When I was in law school, they told me, when we asked about the Tenth Amendment, which is uh, basically the right of states to, to do everything that wasn't specifically granted to the federal government, I heard from my law professor that's irrelevant. It doesn't matter today. And I, well, those words were written for a reason. They can't just not matter. But that's the arguments that the left loves to make, that they, they either change the meaning of the words or they just say they don't matter anymore. Well, the argument that the left actually makes is even more specific than that, and you know this. I think we've talked about this. They say the 14th Amendment undoes the 10th Amendment because the 14th has this whole due process under the law. Um, well, that was that was meant to make sure that former slaves had rights. It had nothing to do with saying, well, you can't protect your border from an invasion. And what's interesting about the, about the actual razor wire, and correct me if I get this wrong, the razor wire isn't there to catch families in the wire. The, the, the razor wire isn't there to hurt people. The buoys aren't there to hurt people. These are all just to make a funnel towards the, the, the ports of entry, right? That's Go it. to the port of entry. Yeah, and, and report into your uh, to your processors. You know, that's not the way it should work, obviously, but that's how it works. Now the cartels are pretty much bringing most people there anyway. Yeah, I haven't seen the numbers lately, but I'm pretty sure you told me this. There were more drownings before the buoys went up in the Rio Grande than after because people wouldn't even try it. They'd be like, oh, I'm not going to go in the Rio Grande. There's a big buoy here. Let me go to the port of entry. That's actually saving lives, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And so, so is directing people to the, the, you know, the points of entry that they're supposed to get to. It saves lives. The Biden administration clearly isn't worried about that, even though they try to blame us for, you know, killing people. The reality is their policies are making it much more difficult on these migrants to survive the crossing of the river. When the Biden administration, by the way, it's Ken Paxton, the attorney general of the great state of Texas. He's a great attorney general. He's been on the show a million times. Always gives us the straight skinning on what's going on. Um, when it comes to the law and the Constitution and what Texas has to do to fight people like Obama and Biden. When we're looking at what's going on on the border and then you hear, you get a call yesterday that the Biden administration gave you 24 hours. You've got 24 hours to give us access to the razor wire in that park. Or what? I mean, as the attorney general, what do you have to do when you get something, when you hear something like that from the federal government? I, I mean, I don't know what that means. It's, it, it's, I don't either. It's, an, it's a threat that has no words behind it. It doesn't specify what it is we're supposed to do and why we're supposed to do it. So I don't have any idea what or else means. just sounds like a bully, doesn't it? I mean, it's a bully that doesn't tell you how, how he's going to beat you up. Well, that's exactly what it is, and and you've got to stand up to bullies. You and I both, you know, learned that growing up, and it really does work. Except, you know, there are now people who are saying things like, "Well, I got to take up arms, got to go down there." Can I want you to, if you don't mind, be specific and be direct to those watching and listening, especially here in Texas? Do we want people to take up arms and go there? I'm saying no. No, I don't think that's a very good idea. That just creates the risk that we have a, as I think you. We talked about earlier, it creates the risk of a January 6th where they use that as an excuse to then put a bunch of people in jail. And now it's another insurrection or whatever they want to call it. They have probably a new word for it, but it's, it's all a setup. Well, without a doubt, I, I, and, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but there's always a little something, something there when somebody brings up a conspiracy theory. And I'll throw this at you. I think we talked about this before we started the interview, but I, I do want your thoughts if you don't mind. And, and if you don't want to give thoughts, it's fine. But January 6th, 
was going to be a peaceful protest, just raising voices. Going into January 6th, you had people on the right. We had Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley. We had all sorts of people who were ready to challenge the results of that election. As soon as that riot happened at the Capitol, all of the challenges went away. They, they certified the election. That's it. Joe Biden wins. And the left got exactly what they wanted because of that rising up, that alleged insurrection that wasn't an insurrection that we now know, according to Cash Patel and others, there were hundreds possibly federal agents in that crowd maybe inciting things. So we fast forward to today. I think the central government and the Marxists in this country would love to see a bunch of people jump in their pickup trucks and head down to the border and start, you know, uh, inciting something, saying we're going to stand firm with Texas and we'll fight you tooth and nail and we'll die for it, when the end result would be, look, Texas and the Republicans are a bunch of insurrectionists. Let's let's have Biden win the election again to save democracy. Can they think that far ahead? Do you think there's anything to what I just said? Look, I think it's certainly possible. I think definitely on January 6th, I, I had the same thoughts when I, I was I was up there. And I, I went to the peaceful rally, uh, rally where we had people speaking using their First Amendment. And then I went to lunch. And then all this stuff happened. And I was like, they set us up. We were set up. That's exactly what I thought. And I don't want this to be used that way. I mean, we have an obligation to protect our citizens. The governor should do everything he can to protect them. And if there's some confrontation that Joe Biden creates, I, I don't know how that turns out, but that's Joe Biden creating a confrontation. Yes. We're just trying to protect our people. So I'm, I'm going to say this again, and I think you agree. Let's let this work itself out in the courts. Let's do this constitutionally. Let's go by the law of the land, and let's not, you know, uh, be sucked into something that, I, listen, people are tweeting it's another civil war. No, it's not. That's not what we're looking at here. You've got 25 states that are backing Texas now. That's got to feel pretty good, but they're backing Texas. I, I know there are some boots on the ground, not much, but there is, there's some show of force there, not that they're going to be using it, but they're supporting Texas and the fight in the courts because if Texas loses, and we've got the largest border with Mexico, the entire country loses. Yeah, we're just one open. I mean, Texas has got a lot of places that people can go from. It's not that hard to get other places. The Biden administration is flying them to where they want them anyway or buzzing them. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. Let us fight it out in the courts. That's what I do. Let the governor do what he does and, and use official law enforcement and people that are trained uh, to, to do what they do. And hopefully we can uh, we can at least send the message for this next upcoming election Hey, America, do you really want Joe Biden and what he's doing to you and to the rest of the country? Because we're trying to stop it, and he is fighting us, and he's siding with the cartels in every possible way. This is more attorney stuff that, that I don't understand completely, although, as you know, my mom said it would be a pretty good attorney. Um, when it comes to this case that the injunction was just lifted by the Supreme Court and they didn't give an opinion, as the, the chief litigator of this state of Texas, who's pushing this now in the, in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals, are you glad they didn't give an opinion, or did you want an opinion from them as they made the ruling? Uh, look, I, I didn't want a bad opinion. So yeah, I got you. Yeah. I also would have rather have a you know, 5-4 our way and, and Robert and, and Amy Cummings Barrett stay with us and not get sucked in with Roberts. Right. So obviously, it's, it didn't turn out the, the best, but it's not over, and we're not going to treat it like, it like it's over. Because you're right. They didn't say any. All they did was say the injunctions were moved. They didn't say anything about us. They didn't say anything about uh, the federal government. They just removed the injunction. So we're, we're still in the fight and we can still we can still put up our wire. They, they haven't ordered us not to put wire up. And I think it'd be pretty hard for them to do that. No, I agree with you, but why is it in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals? Well, you know that Texas is going to win in the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. I feel very confident about that. It's going to end up back in front of the Supreme Court anyway. Why not just take up the case now? 
You know, I don't know. We we part of well, yeah. They could, of, couldn't they? Yeah, we, we still. You always even uh, injunctions are, are procedural, so they still want evidence presented on the actual reason that right. a federal government needs to go in onto our property and cut down the wire to let people in by the thousands. So we still want to hear all that, right? Even if we we don't win at the U.S. Supreme Court, I want that out in the public domain so that the Supreme Court. When they're deciding this, they have to realize they're gonna. A lot of people are gonna be harmed by this. Some people are gonna be likely dead because of it. So you know, have a little sobering experience here and listen to what's going on. So again, everybody, take a breath. Let the court work itself out. When's the next court date? Do we know when this thing might be decided? <clears throat> it's uh, in the Fifth Circuit. I don't remember the exact date in February. I think it's early February. So it's pretty soon. Yeah, it's coming up. I mean, it's a couple weeks away. Again, before I let you go, this is completely off the beaten path. I've got thirty seconds. How, how is the Pfizer suit going? I know that you're suing Pfizer because of false advertising when it was talking about this, uh, the, these so-called vaccines. So they just tried to remove us to federal court. Um, we're trying to figure out whether that's good or bad for us, and we'll see how it goes. But I feel really good about the case. It's just, you know, it's going to go, I think, a lot faster than people think, and it's going to expose a lot of things that they don't want exposed. Well, with all the new information we have out, there's no doubt there was deception, right? Oh, yeah. And censorship to keep us from knowing that the vaccine was not effective and that it didn't stop transmission or even prevent you from getting it. you got to come on again soon so we can talk about that full-throated. And I know that you're also going after Google. You're going after people that are censoring online. I appreciate everything that you're doing. But that case in Texas is one that the entire world is watching right now. And I'm glad that we have you on our side. Hey, thank you very much. Hope you have a great evening. I can. You too. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pegg Show. Great to have Ken Paxton on. He is the guy who is suing the Biden administration over what's happening on the border. So really great information there. I'm going to post that as soon as I can on X. I'm Joe Talk Show on Twitter or X. J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. Beginning of next hour, going to be sound bites from Corrine Jean-Pierre about the border. Also from John Kirby about the border. And man, are they full of it. We'll have that for you when we come back. Also, Burgess Owens next hour. Keep it here on the Joe Pag Show. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show.